Please rise.
Beloved in Christ, be it this Christmas Eve our care and delight to prepare ourselves to hear again the message of the angels in heart and mind to go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, and the babe lying in a manger. Let us read and mark in Holy Scripture the tale of the loving purposes of God from the first days of our disobedience unto the glorious redemption brought us by this holy child. But first let us pray for the needs of this, of his whole world, for peace and goodwill over all the earth, for unity and brotherhood within the church he came to build. And because this of all things would rejoice his heart, let us at this time remember in his name the poor and the helpless, the cold, the hungry, and the oppressed, the sick in body and in mind, and them that mourn, the lonely and the unloved, the aged and the ch little children, all who know not the Lord Jesus or who love him not, or who by sin have grieved his heart of love. Lastly, let us remember before God all those who rejoice with us, but upon another shore and in a greater light, that multitude which no man can number, whose hope was in the word made flesh, and with whom in this Lord Jesus we forevermore are one. These praise and prayers let us humbly offer up to the throne of heaven in the words which Christ himself has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. This day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Almighty God bless us with his grace. Christ give us the joys of everlasting life. And under the fellowship of the citizens above, may the King of angels bring us all. Amen. Please be seated. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. It's kind of rare that you get to begin tonight's service apart from the opening hymn with me. But yet tonight is a different night. It is a very historic night. If you have ever read anything about any famous person, whether in the past or even in modern days, it's always a great thing to learn about where that person was born. You have people like with the last name of Kennedy or Rockefeller, and you, in a sense, know that they were probably born with a silver spoon. Then you have those famous people, those wealthy people, who were born in dirt-poor conditions. Oprah Winfrey, Michael Jackson being raised in Gary, Indiana. Tonight we recount the birth of Jesus, but it's not just simply at Bethlehem, we recount why he was born all the way back through the Old Testament and the New Testament. After all, tonight is about his birth. Remember that when Christmas was about Jesus' birthday? And yet we're the ones that are asking for presents. When was the last time you went to a birthday party and demanded the host give you gifts? It's kind of strange. But this is what has become of us. Us and our stuff. Ever since August, even before Halloween, the Christmas decorations were sitting 
in the back areas of Lowe's and Home Depot. Ever since Black Friday and the next Black Friday and the Black Friday month and the last minute of the Black Deal Fridays this past Friday, yesterday, excuse me, yeah, yesterday, Christmas is all about us when you think about it. But tonight, let's change that for once. This evening, you hear what Mary first heard, that she was to be the mother of God. The day the angel Gabriel came to Mary and said, you shall call his name Jesus. Jesus' name means what he does. Jesus means God saves. But what does he save? Money? Endangered animals? The environment? What does he say? Joseph hears later that same name, that he's named to be Jesus because he will save people from their sins. This isn't a movement or a cause. The Son of God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, is squarely focused on you. You are the reason that he was born. All to take away sin. Remember sin? Remember when we used to believe in those things that you and I do, that you know you're not supposed to do, but you do them anyways? I mean, how many times have we heard about Santa knowing when you are naughty or nice? How many of you tonight are on the naughty list? How many of you are on the good list? I don't think I'm on any kind of list. Our first reading tonight will show what the Bible says about the payment for our sins. It is death. Let's change that for once and truly acknowledge that we have all sinned, all of us, each in our own ways, myself included. This isn't to make you feel bad or to take your self-esteem down about five notches. It's the gift that we have in Jesus who saves us from our sins and our death. That's the amazing thing about Christmas. The Bible you're going to hear tonight also says that Jesus is God. At Christmas, we say that Jesus is born. That's meaning that he is almighty and everlasting, the God who created all things, becoming one of us, just like you and me. We call this, in theological nerd terms, the incarnation. That means that he was flesh and blood, just like you and me. You're going to hear about that as we bring the gospel out in your midst in the gospel of John. God in the flesh, what an insane idea. We've all fallen down. We've all poked ourselves in the eye. We've all experienced the headache, maybe even through some of the sermons here. You've all experienced thirst and hunger. And you know what? Jesus did as well. Here tonight, we hear about God the infinite contained in an embryo and born for us. And we rejoice that he was born. Listen for a few moments what Isaiah is going to tell you tonight. Unto us a child is given. On that first Christmas morning, Mary and Joseph weren't busy basting the turkey, unwrapping gifts and stockings. They were like first-time parents. Any of you all remember the first time you had a child? Scrambling for diapers, trying to soothe the babies crying, welcoming strange and smelly shepherds who were speaking about their child in an odd sort of way, and all of a sudden realizing that they are parents for the first time. They are parents to none other than God himself. They are able to see Jesus, the long-awaited Savior, with their own eyes, and he didn't have a halo 
and he wasn't glowing. He came in no way to draw us to himself. And yet we hear of gentle Mary holding and nursing Jesus in her arms. When they kissed him, they were able to kiss God. They were changing God's diapers. God's diapers. How weird is that? But here he is, God, this close with his family, all to make you part of his family. He really is, for the reason this time of the year, because he's really more than any other god or religion out there today. Hate to say it, may burst your bubble, but not all paths lead to the same God because there is no other religion in the world that speaks about God becoming one of us, showing compassion to the sick. No other religion speaks of God weeping at the tomb of his loved ones. No other religion speaks of God saying to you, I did not come to be served, but rather to serve and give my life up as a ransom for you. No other God goes to the depths of the cross to take away sin and death. No other God speaks of rising from the dead and preparing a place for you to live with him, reminding you on the last day you will see him face to face. No other religion has the cure for death. This place and all that you see and here tonight is not about how moralistically upright you are. It's not even you trying to be obedient to God. It is not even about what you can do to make God happy. Or what gifts can you give him here tonight? I dare you to give up your iPad for him. This place, though, is not about that. It's about family. God gathered around the greatest gift with you and me he could ever give you, his son, Jesus. And as Isaiah says here tonight, a little child shall lead us. We all love little children, right? And here is one in the manger leading us, giving forgiveness of all sins, every last one of them that you have gifted to others, and I have as well. They're all gone, no longer remembered by God, cast in the depths of the ocean. And if that wasn't enough, he says he prepares a place for you where you will be able to hold this same Jesus' hand with all of the loved ones you might mourn this Christmas or Christmas's past. You will be able to embrace him, kiss him, and thank and praise him for all the wondrous gifts he has given to you. He has given you so many gifts despite what's sitting under your tree tonight because he was nailed upon the tree of life for the world. Merry Christmas. Receive his gifts, yes, even when it's his birthday. To Christ alone be the glory forever and ever. Amen. We rise.
reading from Genesis 3. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the fruit of the tree which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the servant, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the fruit of the tree, which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return.
Reading from Genesis 22. And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies, and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. from Isaiah chapter 9. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this.
reading from Isaiah chapter 11. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the lion and the fattened calf together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the cobra, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea.
reading from Luke chapter 1. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her.
reading from Matthew chapter 1. Now the birth of Jesus took place in this way. When his mother had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us.
And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels came, the angels went away from them into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger.
Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born of the king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him, and assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what the time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way.
the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light, the true light which enlightens everyone. He was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, he believed in, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory is of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth.
freely you have received, freely we bring our gifts to the Lord. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, who makes us glad with the yearly remembrance of the birth of your only Son, Jesus Christ, grant that as we joyfully receive for him for our Redeemer, so may we may with sure confidence behold him when he shall come to be our judge, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. May he who by his incarnation gathered into one things earthly and heavenly fill you with all the sweetness of inward peace and goodwill and the blessings of God Almighty, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. 